Hello and welcome to Three Putt Par. Today is May 24th, 2021. And today's podcast, we're going to be reviewing the PJ Championship and some college golf news. So uh, let's get started. Hey, I'm a city golfer. Most of us are, but we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else you going to do when you're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round? Um, all right. So we got to begin with none other than Phil Mickelson, PJ Wait, champion time, time 2021. What? Why don't we just begin with the fact that, hello, everyone, we're finally back after a long oh. hiatus of a semester. I did. I did we, forget. Uh, we, all, we, all <laughs> sur- we all survived this past semester. Jimmy apparently didn't survive because he's not in yeah. this meeting right now. But um, yes, welcome back, everyone. We, will, Con- uh, we miss Jimmy. On, Ryan. Yeah, we miss Jimmy. You know what? We're going to try to be more consistent this summer. No promises, but... You know, we all have pretty busy schedules, um, as you can tell by Jimmy not being here. Although, I will say he is, <laughs> he I'm going to call him it. out. He, he's not as busy as, he shouldn't be missing this tonight, he but has, you know, he, okay. <laughs> he has the worst excuses right now. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, that's besides the point. We will not throw further shade at, uh, at Mr. Mr. James. Yes, we will, um, because we're about to get into that. Yeah, we definitely will. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to the golf. All right, Phil Mickelson, PJ champion, uh, Kiowa Island. Um, God, what a fucking – that was awesome. What a day, dude. That was such an awesome <laughs> day. Awesome. He proved I, all of us wrong. Because after, one, after I mean, one hole, he makes bogey, Brooks makes birdie. I said, it is over. I texted it. it There's electronic proof. I said, it, it is over. And I called you out. I pouted, I, and I put my head in a pillow and said, I'm done. Can we screenshot that and send that to uh, Freezing Cold Takes at Freezing Cold Could. Takes? <laughs> well, the thing Dude. is, I think the worst, the most Freezing Cold Take of the week came from my dear pal Casey Liebrick on Wednesday when he said, no man over 50 years old will ever win a major championship. Mm. That aged I like fine wine. <laughs> Beautifully. It's about three days. I know that's that's a fine one. Oh man, it has a taste of decades. It's beautiful. Wow. I mean, just the. I mean, I couldn't. I was working a lot this weekend, so I didn't watch a lot of the PJ Championship. But I made it back for the last few holes, and the atmosphere with the fans back. Awesome. I mean, we can maybe not, you know, safe. Um, I guess that's a topic for a different podcast, but um, just awesome to hear the roars. Everybody was pulling for Phil. I mean, that, I mean, I think Dottie, what did Dottie Pepper say? She said that she hadn't heard something like that since Brooks at Bell Reeve. I think Which she meant we, to say Tiger yeah, at Bell Reeve. We were upset at that. Yes. I, I, I think she meant to say Tiger, but anyways, I'll give her a pass. Cause, and yeah, Tiger but that was definitely the most electric atmosphere since Tiger uh, Tiger winning Augusta? Or ti- I mean, I feel like Tiger at Bell Reeve was more electric of an atmosphere. Maybe that's a hot Got take. It. It's, it's different at Augusta and at a different major championship. You know, it, it was different like, because yeah. there was something about Tiger doing it. You just you just knew it was coming. Like, And also, I feel like the patrons at Augusta are a little different than the people that go watch the PGA Championship. That's true. You know? the, I mean, so. agreed. not only are the, are the volume of fans, yeah. no, there's, the, the, there's less people. fans. There's a lot yeah. less alcohol. Yeah. So that big um, factor. 
I do want to talk about the crowd some more later, but I also, I want to talk about the golf first. Um, I was trying to do some research a little on how Phil did this this week because the guy hasn't recorded a top 20 finish all year and he comes and wins the PJ championship at probably the hardest major venue they've played since last year's U S open. I mean, it's not that many majors. I was, I forgot Wingfoot. That was a bad, bad comparison, but hardest, hardest event of the year for sure. Um, longest, I mean, to see the oldest major winner win, um, win, win this major at the, what, I mean, the longest major golf course in history. Although I don't know if it played like the longest one, but that was pretty, that was pretty fucking insane. Dude, just the story just writes itself. That's what just shows. It's all about hitting bombs, baby. Hitting bombs. Well, so hitting bombs. He hasn't placed a top 20 all year, but not only yeah. that, but he hasn't had a top 10 in a major since 2016. <laughs> just like out of nowhere. And, and I was looking through the like, golf tournament. Oh, it doesn't count. Come on. It's the fucking champions tour, dude. He said, come count. on. <laughs> I thought it was cool because, like, two weeks ago, like, two, like, basically two weeks before he played, he, like, tweeted this tweet, and it was like, here, I liked it. Yeah, he tweeted this tweet, and it says, uh, I failed many times in my life and career, and because of this, I've learned a lot. Instead of feeling defeated countless times, I've used it as fuel to drive me to work harder. So today, join me in accepting our failures. Let's use them to motivate us to work even harder. And then he goes... And he wins the PGA, his Amazing. sixth major. Amazing. I mean, only major winner over 50. And the only, oh, he's the only major winner over 50 in the last amateur to win a PGA tournament. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Also, that is badass. Um, let's not forget to mention, weren't we making fun of him like three weeks ago because he made a 10 on a tour event? I think, I think he did. He, three weeks ago. He, he made he made a 10 yeah. in one of his most recent events. We're like, oh, Phil, oh, he always plays okay and then makes like one 10 and he's out of it and he misses the cut. And then proceeds to come he's out here. He's been bad. He's been so bad lately. Like, yeah. I think I have, I have his last. So, I mean, let's just, so 69th Wells Fargo last week, uh, two weeks ago. Misses then the after being in first stars. after round one, don't forget that. Yes, after being in first, he finishes basically last out of everyone that makes the cut. Misses the cut at the Valspars the week before. Finished tied for 21st at the Masters. I guess that's okay. And then missed cut at the Valero. Those are his last four starts. So two missed cuts, a six, a basically last place finish out of people who made the cut, and then a T21 at the Masters. I mean, just not trending. No trending. At all. And, and, that, <laughs> and that makes you wonder... What is uh what's Davis Love and Steve Strick gonna do with the Ryder Cup? No, I don't, there's no chance. <laughs> there's like there's I don't no know, chance. dude. I, I saw I thought, I thought no... I saw I thought I saw something that said that um there was text between Davis Love and Strick and that they too. want Phil on the team, uh. which you know, as much as I love the guy, I want him to be an assistant captain. I don't trust no, he's gonna have the consistency no. of play. However, though, Let's... does does whistling straight set up for him at all? Kind of like you are, maybe. I mean, it's very similar. It's it's kind of a similar co- course to Kiowa, um, but the thing is, the they're going to make the course where they're going to make it fair to long, un- like crooked drivers too. Because the U.S. has notoriously crooked drivers. Yes, that's true. But I will also say that Phil is long and crooked. Phil needs to do this. Like one win 
Like, I mean, if you look at this, his entire year has been terrible. Like, ter- like the finishes are awful. Like, he's got yeah, no top twenty. Missed the cut in half and basically almost half of his events. He's only got two top thirties all year in the, I think ten, like ten to fifteen events he's played. I mean, no, not if he does this for a couple more months, maybe. But no, just because one PJ Championship win, I'm not. I do the, not want to see him on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. No offense. But to major, yeah, no champ, major championships are so heavily rated, though, that it's four thousand Ryder might, Cup if he, gets another, if he gets a couple more top tens this year, like just two, maybe you know, two, be, it's just uh, I know, but he's still so far down the rankings, even with that win. Like I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm quickly like looking 16? at it. Right. I mean, he's. Where is he? I can't even find him. He hopped. Okay, he's not as far down as I thought. Okay, he moved up to 16, which is still a long ways because you need to be top six in the U.S. in the U.S. points list. So he would have to pass. He would still have Can to go a long way. Can you name the top six right now? Huh? What? what are the top six right now? Top Who six is top DJ, six. Bryson, JT, Brooks, Colin, and Xander. I like that. He's going to need a lot of points. I don't think he's – I mean, he might have to win another goddamn major. <laughs> However, um, I'm not going to lie. If you look at the leaderboard, we might get our asses handed to it the Ryder Cup. The Euros killed us here. And Whistling Straits low-key plays like another goddamn steel really? Dude, dude. I don't think uh, they did. Old-ass Padraig Harrington killed us. Shane Lowry yeah, Padraig Harrington ain't playing. He's the freaking captain. Know, but Paul, Paul – <laughs> Okay. I, mean, I mean, hold on. Where's the leaderboard? Are you goofy? I'm sitting in the booth. <laughs> okay. Well, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry Paul, played well, yes. But Paul more Casey, Americans. Justin Rose. Yeah. Okay. John Rom. Like, I'm a little Fine. worried. But then you see Colin yeah. Brooks. I mean, Tony is there. Scotty, let's, who's seventh in the points list, also top ten. There, I mean, I also think it's, I let's think, just um another Tony Finau backdoor top ten in a major. <laughs> We can we can talk about Tony in a little bit. I will, I will. I didn't want to t- say. We'll get to that segment. Um, Sorry, I jumped the gun. I'm impatient. We'll get to the backdoor top tens because there were a lot of them, <laughs> which I think has also had a lot to do with the weather. But um, Phil, um, one more note on Phil. He didn't do anything particularly really well, although he was. But the one thing I wanted to say was that he finished fifth in the field this week, strokes gained approach but only 29 strokes gained off the tee and still won. Mm, um, Very interesting actually, because I thought he drove the ball a lot better than 29th out of all the people that made the cut, but the iron play was the one that got him. Um, actually, um, I don't have this actual numbers on this, but I remember in the coverage them showing that um, on the into-the-win holes, Phil dominated field. Phil played the into-the-win holes really true. well, and some people attributed it to – being able to hit a left-handed cut up against the wind that a lot of people are trying to claim that was helpful, which I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, apparently I'm not good enough to know whether that's actually true or not, but some people are like, Oh, he can cut it up against the breeze right here. Hope it holds yeah. soft. I'm like, Oh, right, great. Nick, I, I thank saw you. some, uh, I don't know if I really, I saw some talk about that, the, but... uh, the Pell's wedge, he calls it. Oh yeah. Where he kind of hits the little, yeah. the little baby draw to take off the spin. Although I will say, I'm pretty sure most pros, you know, can hit like little baby draws and take off the wind, like take off and spin like that. But 
also Phil is absolutely a master with the wedge. He but just Phil is just so dialed in general. What was that? I'm trying to yeah. find this tweet earlier from when uh the claw grip. So on 17, that final oh, day, geez. he uses the claw grip on the three-footer, right? The first time he's ever done that. Mm-hmm. And Justin Thomas pointed that out on Twitter. And Phil replies and says, So quote, this is Phil Mickelson tweeting seven hours ago, but at least when we recorded this. Nice catch. The ball rolled into a low area and I wanted to launch it higher so it didn't push in the, into the ground and shoot offline. The claw allows me to angle the shaft vertical and eliminate my forward press. I mean, this Who guy just thinking thinks about, about like, not, no, not even pros think about this. Like, no other pro Phil thinks about it. No. In a other class of his own. Bryson might be the only guy that considers launch angle on putts. I mean, just to, that is unbelievable that he, that that is what went through his mind on that putt and to trust that he could execute it because imagine one of us because like because like you know every time we're up against the fringe and we got to make some funky ass joke we're like oh shit hopefully this turns out okay we're not confident after we're like oh yeah i can totally just pull this out in the middle of a major do something i haven't done in a while let's just give it a shot in the second oh to last hole God. Just... Well, it's the same thing as like a toe putt too drake oh gosh yeah i yeah but who's I, doing the toe I've putt in a tournament no, wait, no, no, no. I've never done a toe putt. I've never. I'm saying who's who's doing that? I've done it like I've never done a toe putt. I've done it like once on an improbably fast putt, but people who yeah, do, yeah, it's no. Just hit the middle of your putt. It just goes better. There's no mm-hmm. chance in hell if any of us ever had a two-stroke lead on set on hole 71 of a major that we would change our putting grip on a three-footer. Just no, like that's not happening. Yeah, no, I'm, gonna, that I'm gonna use what I know how to make putts with. <laughs> It's just crazy, crazy, um, just going, unbelievable. Going on from that, like, like going back to like the lefty being an advantage, like they asked Jordan in the press at a press conference, like, so like Phil did it. What do you think? And he's like, it, it's a left hand bias golf course. And they asked Phil, like, Phil, what do you think about that? And he's like, I'm winning. It. I I won, didn't it? Lots of people like to claim about Augusta too, because your misses as a left hander. On 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 um on like eleven through thirteen are a lot better than a right-handed miss. Like on tw- like specifically on twelve, like a left-handed cut into that green, the pole will allow you to carry the water versus when you push it, you're for sure yes. in the water. Right so that is that is the one thing I agree. Yes, that is the that is uh I agree about twelve. I do agree that that hole for a lefty on Sunday at Augusta is huge advantage because your pulls go longer and that's the reason why right-handers struggle so much on that hole on sunday is because when you hit a little push out there to the right that hole gets longer and your push cuts tend to go shorter but phil when he pulls it and it goes longer but at the same and then you can say the same thing in the opposite miss right if a righty pulls it he's going long into the pine straw while phil's just hitting it shorter onto the green so that is a yeah and it and 13 also as well, right? Because not as many um, pros work it, or not as many right-handers draw the ball on tour. Yes, that uh, yes, I do. Yeah, Mo- most really good players on tour prefer the cut, right? And yeah, so I would also I would have to agree. Augusta is definitely a left-handed course. I I honestly haven't watched. I didn't watch enough of Kiwa to get a sense of whether it was a left-handed bias course or not. Yeah, I do disagree with that. With, I, I just, don't know if that's because- true. Just because remember we had that we, we had that discussion in the group chat about about and I was like why are they not just talking about shaping shots off the tee because there's no trees you have to actually hit hit past 
But off the tee, you can do whatever the heck you want. Even coming into the green. No, but it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the shot shape. It has to do with the miss, which is there's a lot of like, especially yes. play two. I know, but I would also say that a lefty. Uh, I don't know. I don't really buy into the. I don't think there's. I don't think there was enough hazards on that course to make it an issue. Because like, if you think about the holes with hazards on the back nine, like. 12 and 13 with the river on the right like it doesn't matter if you if you if you're right-handed or left-handed if you miss it right you're in the water like there's no shorter no, but he doesn't, he doesn't he does, his miss with the driver is a, blo- a huge block though which is more than okay dude he hooked it in the water on 13 on saturday yeah but that's besides the point that, that was that was out of dispersion yeah i mean that's variance yeah no i see i no, i understand the point though because yes a lefty and a righty like if a righty hits a draw and a lefty hits a cut, they're both going to miss it left, but the cut is going to go shorter than the righty's draw. But I don't know. I just didn't watch um, enough of Well, Q. I don't know. I, really if a, I don't know if a right. Uh, you sorry, I got myself backwards. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I I didn't watch enough of it to know, but I didn't see any other lefties near the top of the leaderboard. So, no. I mean. Well, what other lefties know. are there? Brian Harmon and Robert McIntyre. I guess that's Bubba, Bubba missed the cut. Many other lefties. Oh, no, actually, Bubba made right. the cut, but he shot eighty in the last day. Yeah, it's a tough one. I will also point out Phil Mickelson. Out of all the players that made the cut, finished thirty seventh in the week strokes gained putting. I wouldn't say he putted the ball very good. He didn't. He didn't make. It, he was good on his short putt, but he didn't make anything outside of twenty feet the whole week. I don't think he made one. Yeah. He might have made one if he was lucky. I mean. Only, he I mean, did not one on, now. I think, 16th, the, second, the third day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I saw one, at least one bomb, but I will also say there were a lot of players who were missing short putts. Yes. Uh, especially Roy. But well, even Phil, I saw, him miss, I saw him miss some really short ones. Brooks missed a super short one on the, on the last day. I forgot what hole it was. Yeah, I did, I did see that on the last day. I mean – it was very interesting because usually there's like one specific factor that I feel like you can say that, you know, this is the reason why they won. I, I honestly still have no idea why there's not really one thing you can point out with Phil. I, I think he just played the most consistent and solid for four days and that's why he won. The thing with, the thing with, the thing with Phil Nicholson is like statistically it's not going to look good, but he just gets the job done at the end of the day, which I feel like it's always been with his career. Like he's, it's never gonna look pretty, but he gets the and, job. And what strokes gain sometimes can't account for is, is is even if a ball is equally 15 yards right or 15 yards left, other than like water, it can't account for that one is 20 feet below the green and the other one is a simple bump and run. So Phil must have just all of his misses must have been easier. Another thing strokes gain doesn't account for, I would say I got you I gotta think there's like a factor of Someone like Phil, like that, like tier of golfer, like I think, you know, a champion like that who's won so much over the years, like you have a, a sort of like, I mean, I know clutch, you don't really think of Phil as clutch a lot of times because of like something like some things that have happened, like the US Open at Wingfoot and stuff like that. But I think they have like another like gear they can get into to like get the job done. I don't know. That's that's how I think about it. But winners think, never forget know, how to win, right? That's the old saying. Yeah you hear especially in a lot of other sports well and golf too winners never forget how to win right phil just played really good on that 
that back nine after the bogeys he had early on it. The finishing stretch was really good. And yeah, I mean, like even 16, the bogey at 17 was good. Yeah, 16, birdie, 17 when he was in that little funky lie there to make bogey and not, you know, do something stupid. Yeah. Just, I mean, you can he make played, bogeys, but he played doubles. just the golf you needed to play when you have a two to three shot lead on the back nine of a major. Mm-hmm. I mean, credit to him, credit to him for sure. Um, I think any other, any other thoughts on Phil before we talk about some other guys in the field? Old guy. Yep. Old guys rule. That's probably rule. the most fun Audrey, term I've seen in a while. Phil. I think it's interesting that um, I feel like when the conditions get tougher, um, when there's wind and stuff, I really feel like the old guys come into play a lot more. Always do. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, Phil first, Padraig tied fourth. Paul Casey's kind of an old guy now in his mid-40s. Justin Rose is, I believe, 40 now. Like, yeah. And Padraig was talking about this track specifically. He said it was great because they, they made it tough, but it was – it you could they had you know opportunities to make bogey and worse, but it had opportunities to make birdie. It was fair and great. Like that's when you see some really good golf. What people said it was fair was uh, the the greens weren't too steep. Is what people were saying. They were saying like, like since since the course was made in the '90s, Pete Dye knew the speed of greens at that time and what they were going to be. So he didn't make the green slopes too severe to where people are just come to where they to where they lost the course. Exact like Johnson claims. Gotcha. Did you say? Did he? Did he say that no, no, week? not on this one. But, but okay. that's what people said was fair because there wasn't any of those stupid seven percent slopes around the hole or six yeah. percent slopes on the holes when people are just yeah. balls are rolling oh everywhere because this course not not, not the car out Phil, but no, uh, no Phil running and slapping oh the plan as it rolls by. <laughs> yeah, just just think, of, just business. think of the jump Phil made. He went from from, from being from the traditionalist saying that's just disrespecting the game to then winning the mate to then winning a couple years later. It's the Phil experience, right? The, the Phil thrill. Experience. The Phil experience is him making bogey and then birdie and then bogey I, and then the whole out bunker shot. And then, <laughs> you know, I. Uh, it's always electric watching Phil. It's always, you're always needs, in for a show. He needs a U.S. Open. Dude. God, somebody give him I, the goddamn U.S. Open, please. You know, I don't, uh, I don't think Tory sets up no, well for nope, him. Not one None of the bit. sites. But you know what? None of the sites. Not at all. <laughs> Oh, thought no. he was going to win this tournament. I mean, and he just won right now on wins. the longest. He just won on the longest. Yeah, well, who is quote unquote longest major championship course in history? On paper, yeah. On paper, I mean, definitely didn't play seventy eight hundred yards any day, but during the four ball, uh, one of the guys we play with uh, the for those two days, he uh, put down. Uh, I think it was seventy five to one odds on Phil win- Phil winning after he took the uh, so- or took the lead after the first day. And uh, Good for second day. I think he put down. I think he put down a hundred. So, uh, wow, nice little pain. Yeah, oh. good for him. <laughs> That's. Uh, I think yeah, that really the pre-tournament odds were like three hundred to one, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, two hundred to one odds on Phil. Some guy put down a hundred on him, or two hundred or something like that. Crazy. Um, all right. I feel like we should move on. We've been talking about Phil for a long time. We want to. There's still a lot of other things for the PGA that we. Oh boy, talk yeah. About. So. Phil um, uh, some other n- notables we should probably talk we should talk about brooks um mm-hmm. uh, uh he should, i would love yeah. to talk about the post interview yeah 
Brooks. Oh man, Brooks let's talk about well enough, plain and simple. Let's talk about his performance first. Yes, um, his short game was disgusting yesterday. You're correct. It he was needs bad. a sacks um, parente putter. Forty fourth strokes gained putting out of all the all the out of the eighty one players one of those that made tour the striker wedges with the with the big old sole on it. Yeah, no, that was he, he wasn't yeah. sculpting. I saw some. There were quite a few chili dips duffs from Brooks. He was coming. He was coming out of this disgusting sand and stuff. I mean, we would have hit the same shot. But Phil didn't. Okay, so Brooks, 44th out of 81 guys who made the cut putting and 43rd out of 81 guys uh, around the green. Not not going to get it done. I mean, his strokes, he was off tee to green, second in the field. And, I mean, first place was Phil. So, you know, take that as you as you will. But he should have won. I mean, if there's a if there's a spin to this, it's a great story. I feel like Phil winning is gonna kind of silence a lot of the fact that Brooks he should have won, man. <laughs> you're down one. I mean, no offense to Phil, you're down one to a 50 year old dude. Final day, Brooks is like, I mean, yes, he's got the knee injury, but Brooks is trying to build a legacy yeah. for himself, man. And like, this is this was a prime opportunity for him to get another yeah, I mean, what, what phil, phil shot one over part wasn't even like phil went out and yeah. let him up and said come catch me no. phil limped brooks his way just... in and brooks just decided to make it look worse yeah phil was i mean brooks was one up on on a 50 year old after one hole yep he had 17 holes to fend him off he should have won i mean this is this was a big especially since he hasn't been i don't know when he's going to be fully healthy again but i feel like this is a big i mean i don't like you know, he's still young, like he's still early 30s, like still very young, but he's just been so injured that I feel like uh, he, this is a prime opportunity for him. And, you know, maybe he's going to come back and be a major dominator again, like he was from 2017, 2019, but you just have to, if you're Brooks, that's got to be very disappointing to lose that. This was a very, I mean, the lead, I mean, Phil, Louis used to, I mean, good players, but not None of the really like DJ wasn't playing well, Rory not playing well. I mean, this was just a prime opportunity. Yeah, he I wasn't like playing he any of the he wasn't playing any of the guys that that when they play well, you aren't catching them. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But at the end of the day, I think Brooks is also going to be pretty satisfied. I mean, he's playing basically on one and a half knees, and to finish tied second at a very tough major. It's got to give him some confidence, especially since he has not been playing well this year either. Um, so we'll see what happens at Tory, but um, I like Brooks there. I think yeah, if he's somewhat healthy, if he can kind of if that knee keeps getting a little better, if he can putt, you because Tory's greens are supposed to be tough, and yes. after seeing Brooks at Kiwa, oh boy, he does need a putt. Um, I'll take. got to talk. No turn at Tory. Oh, no chance. No, I'll give him a sacks. I'm taking it. Anyway, Wait, speaking of Tony, he said Tony. Oh, no, um, that's who I had as my uh, preseason 2020 winner there. No, we'll see, man. I don't fast. Yes, I Tony's know. I know. so frustrating, man. I know, but it just. So frustrating. He's my favorite golfer on tour. I had to pick him at his I, best. I know. At his best course. I know. Let's, can we. I think, so speaking I think of, he'll do it, Drake. Come on, Jeff. Let's do this. I love it. Speaking of Tony, let's talk about all the backdoor top tens because this was nuts. And it definitely has something to do with the weather, right? The people playing earlier in the morning definitely had a lot better conditions to attack. Um, 
than the people playing later in the day. Abe Answer shooting 65, low round of the week. Abe Answer, he was the sole reason why I won our pool. Yeah, good for you, Drake. Justin Rose shooting five under, 67. With a Justin Rose play. actually finished first strokes gain putting out of everybody that made the cut. First. Uh, but his strokes gain chipping around the green, 80th out of 81. Oh, my. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that, but <laughs> good job. <laughs> um, nice Colin, 68 to get a top 10. John Rom 68. Um, Finau, Ricky, not really backdooring it, but also securing top tens. No, I, I no, like- I think, I think Ricky and Finau, you can consider them backdoors because they, they were, they weren't given any coverage on TV. Like on Sunday, like Rom and Answer, they were playing well enough where people were, where they were starting to get coverage on TV. Like Tony Finau literally got one golf shot shown of him on Sunday, and it was him on the first hole, and he jimmy putted it for birdie from like six feet and left it short. And that's I'm, so frustrating. And that's, and that's where people know. people just went like, okay, Finau's out today, and they didn't show him the rest of the day. That's so frustrating. Yeah, shout out Ricky, the coverage. Yeah, shout out Ricky on the special exemption by the PJ of America. A lot of controversy surrounding that. Like, a lot sure, of people yeah. didn't think he deserved it. I I personally thought I think that was fine. They gave it to him because so if you make the last Ryder Cup team and you're still in the top 100, you get the exemption. Um, but obviously there was issues because last year's Ryder Cup wasn't played. So they were like, uh, I don't know. So they just gave it to him based on the fact he's not in the top 100, but they gave it to him, I think, based on the fact that he was in the 2019 Ryder Cup team. Um, but way to like, way to go, Ricky. I mean, he is, you think Phil's been bad. <laughs> Ricky's oh my. been bad. <laughs> and to secure a top 10 at a PGA, he was one Good shot away from qualifying for the Masters next year. Top four in ties from the PGA Championship make the Masters next year. And he, he had a one shot. He was, he was at that top four for. Yeah, he Pretty finished late. one he shot. There. I think, he, he, I, I think he had one. a putt in the last he had a putt in the last hole for Birdie and just couldn't hold it. Yeah. So that's very disappointing. Hopefully Ricky can kind of catch some form and get back I to think, where we all I think want Ricky's to see back. Par putt. Okay. If you can't Jeff say Ricky's, Ricky's back, back after so, one yeah. round, come on. No, that's like that's like saying Phil's back too. No. Yeah, this is it's not there we go. But, Jeff take number one. Mark it down. I, I, I hope Phil's back. I have a feeling Phil's gonna have some champions, you know, hangover, a, a win this big, you know, it might be hard to get back on, you know, get back on the roll. But I'd love to see Phil ripping in. When oh, me too. Hitting I high do. bombs. and You know, Alicia the thing seeds. that I think could be a little understated is that Phil does get a five-year exemption to the U.S. Open now. That's huge. Which is huge. I mean, considering I don't think Phil is going to take many of these. I mean, he took the special exemption this year. Although now he doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> they can give it to someone else now since he won. Um, but to have five years where he doesn't have to worry about qualifying for it, he's got five years to basically pl- map out each venue and plan. And you never know, right? I'm trying, I'm trying to see the next uh, future sites. We got Tory this year. Okay. Tory this year, the Country Club uh, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. LA probably. Country Club, 2023. Pinehurst. Ooh. Oakmont. Yeah, those are the, those are the next five. Pinehurst could be. Say, I'll just say, be old, and then they go Shinnecock and Pebble. No, he'll no. be too old by Pebble. Pebble. He, yeah, I mean, he might be too old by 
Um, Pinehurst is his uh, only chance. By Pinehurst. You know, actually, I know nothing he about LA. I know nothing LACC about LACC. and um, Brookline could be – I mean, we haven't seen those courses. Yeah. LACC, we haven't seen ever. Brookline, the last event there was the Ryder Cup in 99. Uh, shout out USA, came back from 12-7 to win that one. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you never know. He might do it. He might not. I think – I don't think anyone thought he was until this week. So, I mean, the fact that everyone has renewed hope for that is, I think, pretty sick. Um, yeah. Okay, quick then, question. What, what does this make us feel about Tiger, though? Oh, he's making the comeback now. He's, he saw yeah. that. That is a motivated <laughs> man right there. Mm-hmm. And, dude – Motivated Tiger. Mm-mm. That's a scary Ooh. motherfucker, dude. You don't want to fuck with Tiger when he's when he's got a mission, dude. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, I if never he, doubt if he, if Tiger. He's healthy, never doubt. You cannot bet against Tiger. If he's healthy, man, watch out. The, the thing it. that the only issue with Tiger is just, I hope that he can get healthy enough to where he can actually put in the time to practice. Yeah, that's the only issue. It, is that it looks Phil like is super doing all right? Like Phil so he's is out of the boot. Phil is super healthy and Phil can practice basically as much as he needs yeah. to. Tiger hasn't been able to do that in like 10 years. It feels like, so I mean, I mean, Phil's in better shape than he's probably ever been. You could say, yeah, yeah, I know for sure. Phil looks great. Um, we should probably get into some of the disappointing finishes of the week. Um, I think one name stands out and that's definitely DJ again. Um, just, two straight missed cuts in majors yeah. after winning the masters as world number one. DJ is just an enigma, man. He's just an enigma. I don't know how he does this. He looks so dominant sometimes, and then he can look just bad. It's, <laughs> like, for stretching. it's just it's just bad. I don't is it is it officially time Ball just not cutting. Is it officially time to be worried about Dustin Johnson? Nah. No. You, no, no. You have to go you one know, whole, you have to go one whole back year thinking so. before you get worried. Do you okay? If the writer so Bring back to the Ryder Cup. If the Ryder Cup, so if he doesn't play well, he's he's gonna make the Ryder Cup team. He is first by a mile, or he's in the top six by a mile. But if he continues this form until August, I don't want him on the Ryder Cup team, man. <laughs> like, yes, but sorry, I mean, what can you do for me do, now? I don't do, want do, you on do, the Ryder Cup team. No, however, though, the Ryder Cup is that brings out such different spirits and people like. When are you going to go play under the flag versus for your name I know. sponsors? Uh, I know, some, but like, like, I mean, I know, like they, they talk golf, about Patrick though, Reed, Captain America. I know, but it's golf, man. I don't feel like you can just, it's not like a sport where you can use emotion to kind of turn yourself on. I mean, and let's be honest here. Patrick <laughs> Reed hasn't been, uh, no, he's he been not. good, but he hasn't been great since the 2017. However, though, America, Ryan, um, 20, to, to counter you, you know, you can't use emotion, but. You can definitely come out of nowhere and play good golf at Phil Mickelson. Well, anyone can. I mean, <clears throat> Phil Mickelson's won this, this week, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, but like, I want guys who are trending, and I don't want Dustin. I know we do, but I don't want Dustin. If he's playing like this, man, I don't. I don't know if I want him on that Ryder Cup team. Yeah, because he'll, he'll, no he'll drink. Too, he'll, he'll drink too much champagne before teeing off. Like there are a lot of names that are screw that. I mean, the fireball looks on his nightstand. Like Jordan Spieth's eleventh. With his form right now, he's, oh, I mean, yeah. he's going to get picked. If he keeps this yeah, up, he's definitely going to get captain's pick, but he has to be mm-hmm. on the team. I think, Jeff, Jeff ah. what would you do? What would you do if they didn't pick Jordan? I would, Riot. I would move countries. <laughs> <laughs> you would move countries. 
He would move to Europe so he could move to the other team. (laughs) He'd become the biggest Ian Poulter fan. (laughs) Not even. I I don't even know what I'd do. I'd probably just go to Mexico or something. Team International. (laughs) Team International? (laughs) Not even the Euros, the Internationals. Almost bitches. Loki, name a worse fan base than the International President's Cup team, dude. Who roots for them, man? All they have, no offense, all, I mean, it's, dude, all they have is the Australians. And, and the Koreans, I guess. Oh, Jeff's, dude, that's rough. Audio is absolutely. Jeff, you sound like a harmonica. That, that's really like being enough. a Browns fan in like the dead yeah, years. Sorry. It's pretty hard to fuck that. Um, hey, you're okay. And Corey Connors. Yeah, yeah, both of them were nice, but, but um, do you also remember Abraham Mancher versus Tiger in the singles match? It didn't go well. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Pretty moving on from DJ. Oh, go. Moving on from DJ. A couple of other notable miscuts: Justin Thomas and Xander, both finishing plus six. How many tries? Um, the the, the the normal Jones curse popped up again. My mom asked me before the tournament, "Who do you think is going to win?" I told her Xander. He played so well at the Masters. It's just uh, I don't know. He, your he's fault, been Trey. really he's been really good in yeah. a lot of majors. majors. Like, dude, like Xander, baby, here he comes. Mommy's gonna win it. Major he, record. He was, he was in the mix at, at Augusta until sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek, what were you gonna say? Answer. Oh, you shot seven mm-hmm. up there. Seven. He shot seven deep. Five. Uh, Rose. Rose. Oh, oh Jay Rose. Rose. Yeah. Oh no, Justin no, Rose. Rosie. 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 Um. Yeah. Um. Also, so those were the notable miscuts. Um. I guess. I mean, should we we got to talk about Bryson? I guess. I mean, we have to talk. I mean, Bryson's just Bryson, right? <laughs> Didn't play very good this week, but. Yeah. You know, he's middle my spike. He is <laughs> the beef, the Bryson Brooks beef is amazing. That was the oh, same thing. Appar- apparently, it's not about the spikes. Apparently, oh, he said under his breath as he walked by, Yes, well, no, Brooks, been, Brooks was saying, uh, I mean, I don't know how you could, you know, it was hard to read putts out yeah, there. And Bryson was like, the wind, and Bryson just hit your line or whatever. And then Brooks on like on TV goes he like just said, fucking hell. He goes fucking lost my train of thought. He's like, I, I'm sorry, I can't listen to that bullshit. Fucking Christ. <laughs> In the video leagues. Oh awesome, God. dude. Oh, awesome. Dude, this is this is what golf needs. Electric like, golf. And then Bryson and then Bryson takes the takes the Instagram doing oh, his weird man. spazzy oh, little shrug so 100-pound dumbbell curls. Dude, yeah, tell me Blockbuster TV, Bryson v. Brooks, Sunday at the U.S. Open at Torrey. Dude, oh, if Jake Paul can get a boxing pay-per-view match, dude, <laughs> put Bryson and Brooks in the ring. Bryson's dude. beefed up. I, st- I think they're comparable. I think Brooks oh, would kick man. his ass. Yeah. But you know what? At least body-wise, they're comparable. But Brooks would probably kick his ass. Uh, we also, I mean, I figured Jeff would want to talk about this. Jordan Spieth, T30th. What do you guys say, Jeff? What do you guys say? T30th. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we one... have a Jordan's mom in the chat here. <laughs> uh, the I'm one thing mad, with Jordan this week. Jordan, <laughs> actually. He couldn't put it. He he couldn't put the ball in the goddamn ocean. Yes. 60, uh, well, you'll like this, actually. 
So out of all the 81 players that made the cut, 69 strokes gained putting. Oh, perfect. Well, you're not first, you're 69. You're 69. Um, There's better odds of him making a 30-footer than a 5-footer. Yeah. It really pisses me the fuck off. I don't off. know how that, that, that guy, like, he's a phenomenal putter talent, but how the hell do you go from just – from, from where, where, from what, what tournament did he win? What was it called again? The one, I mean, no, it was in the Texas. Valero? Yeah. How Valero. do you go from winning the Valero from just basically placing the ball in the hole from every, from any spot on the green to just to just Stevie Wonder? Got four letters for you: G O L F. No, but he, he's always been this way though. Yeah. Like he won't putt that well inside of five feet. He's kind of streaky. But when he gets it yeah, going, but he's, he's never fine. been this bad. Like, this is just weird. Two back-to-back majors where he hasn't putted well. Like, at Augusta, he didn't putt well either. I don't know. He's fine. I'm not saying he's fine, but he's fine. putting is just a little weird. He's Okay, hot take. He's Hear me out. He's winning at Colonial this week. My. Fucking, I don't even know what you want to do. Just trust, trust me on this. He's going to win the Colonial. He is so good in Texas. You know what, though? Texas, so... He's so good at Colonial. You know, actually, think about this. So when you look at his putting stroke, his putting stroke is one you can definitely see working from long range because it's not very accelerating through, so he's able to control his speed well. But because he has a semi-decelerating stroke around, I think that's why short putts are bad. Because because he... he it's the yes, one. His, his true one-to-one tempo ratio does not hold up within short putts because at that small of a stroke, he can't accelerate and, ma- and maintain a good face angle. I would agree with that. Um, I'm not a STEM major anymore. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the chase is still on for Jordan at that career Grand Slam. So not this year, but he'll have plenty of other chances for sure. He's still so young. So yeah, That's what um, they said about Phil. Yeah, that is what they said about Phil. Yep. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, anything else you guys want to talk about, uh, player wise, PG championship? I mean, I don't think there's anything. I think we kind of covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a, a a best when best, best major of the year for sure. Great. Um, We have two to pick from. I know, but, but the PGA to... the past two years has really produced some lot of fun. Colin did great, and then this was awesome too. Yeah, Wait, I think... what about his? Uh... Oh, for that too, yes. Yeah. PJ wins. I'm just trying to think. What is what the has been the best? Those don't count. I'm trying to think of a major that's been better than this in in recent Man, history. Like, what major was better Tiger. than this? One? But I mean, Tiger. I guess yeah. But what about like even like this has been better than any of the majors last year, right? Um, yes. Do you think it was maybe besides the PGA last year? The PGA yeah, last year. Was I think really the PGA too. could contend, but the only reason why you may say this one was better was it really came down to the last hole. Colin had enough of a lead. Didn't he have a three shot lead going in eighteen? Yes, but at the same time, yeah, two shot lead on But at the same time, the PGA last year there was like freaking fifteen guys at one point. I know that, that's like, what I'm saying. Win. Yeah. That's why I thought last year's was just as good. I'm trying to figure yeah. out. I, I, I like know, but besides I, I don't really remember. Maybe and Colin hit the one clutch shot that ever that no one will forget. Phil didn't hit. I don't. Yeah. Yes, Phil played good, but there was no. There there's was no signature moment. No. Yeah, there's no signature moment from this major. Yeah, it was just a Phil Mickelson out, kind of outlasted everyone. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, anyone want to talk about the course? 
I cool. Kiwa. And, you know, it was a perfect major championship. You know what? Actually, I do actually have a complaint about it from a design standpoint. Oh, no. I oh, didn't God. like, I didn't like how, how you could play so many holes in a row into the wind. Like turn, like how you could play. Actually, it only really applied on the first two days when you teed off on ten. How you could play nine straight holes directly into the wind. I didn't really like that. You know, that's, a, that's an that's an open championship, basically, though. Yeah, I it, think. Cause, cause, but the thing is, you're saying that, but I'm pretty sure that's how Pete Dye designed designed it like that on purpose. No, I just, <laughs> I just, if I can tell you, if I had to play nine straight holes into the wind, I would forget how to swing the club. That's <sighs> all. I mean, it's a, know, it's a me problem, that's, but that is a you problem. Yeah. But I like everything <laughs> except for the volume of holes in a row into the wind. I mean, I just think. Kiowa's got to be on some rota, some major championship rota. I mean, it is a great major championship venue. I mean, it's got to be on the PJ Championship like every five, six years. U.S. Open's got to come here maybe at some point. I don't know. It's a great – I mean, the conditions are – I don't want the USJ to destroy Kiowa, though. No, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a perfect have, PJ Championship have, venue. They're having the U.S. four ball there in like two years from now, but Ooh. it's not going to be good for a U.S. Open. Now. They're going to kill it. Yeah, I mean, just perfect. I mean, the weather, the thing being near the ocean, you're always going to get that breeze that makes it play really tough. I mean, this is a. I mean, you can just look look at the scores. I mean, it wasn't a go low fest. It's just a great major championship venue. I mean, I think. I mean. It was what it, it was playing like seven longest major championship in history, seventy eight hundred. Although they never, Are I don't you think saying they ever you played haven't it from done a two hundred because of the wind. Um, yeah, it was great golf course, great major championship. I mean, the PJ of America did a good, did a solid this year. Very and last, I mean, Harding last year. So I mean, PJ championship after some duds, for after going like a decade long of just straight duds. Last well, I don't know about three. that. I, I feel like. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, 2019 was good. After, yeah, no, I'm uh, saying. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah. After a decade long of duds, Bell Reeve, uh, Harding, and Ke- Although I think Bell Reeve was more the fact that the players involved were made it, made the tournament yeah. more so than the tournament itself. Because Bell Reeve Kiwa was just an absolute best, birdie fest. Where was 2019? Kiwa Harding, Beth Page, and Beth Page. Yeah. Oh, Beth, Beth Page. Page. Uh, boring. Bethpage was boring. It kind of was, dude. It was, Brooks, it was Brooks and DJ coming down the stretch, and it was all head, it was head to head. Didn't Brooks? Just I know kill him? it wasn't even close. No, no, Brooks. No, it was. It wasn't close until Brooks kind of blew it, and then Brooks like regained control again. I don't know. Bethpage just doesn't excite Fuck me. Off. Like no offense, Bethpage just does not excite me as a major venue, man. Like even as a like, it just doesn't excite. I just feel like it's boring. Like no offense, sorry, Bethpage. It's just the same hole over and over again. Like, I don't know. It just kind of bores me. But maybe that's a hot take. Um, I want to see what the U.S. Open would now do at Best Page. Just curious. It's still going to be, it's it's just nice. gonna be thick or rough. Just going to be boring again. Yeah. Boring again in higher stores. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've covered covered everything on the PJ Championship. We've talked for almost an hour on it. Um, yep. But, we, bored, uh, we bored everyone by now. And on to the yeah, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get some college golf uh, into the mix. Yeah, baby, because um, that's why we're here. College golf. I think 
I think we should first start with um, a recap of your guys' season. So, and specifically, Drake, your your last college event, we should probably talk about that. So just uh, before we start, though, just a quick shout out to all the, uh, the NCAA gets a bad, we, we will talk shit about the NCAA in a couple minutes. But for now, <laughs> I will say I do give credit to the NCAA and everybody involved with college golf for making this season as smoothly as they possibly could with with COVID going on and everything. Um, national championships were played, conference championships were played. Um, basically, like considering all the stuff going on to have this much, to have basically close to a full year of tournaments, maybe not on the West Coast, but definitely in the majority of the United States. Very good to see, especially after the way last year ended. So very happy for that. Um, and then uh, one of you guys can take it away on Oh, Drake, Drake, you should go and talk about your last um, college event. Well, um, Los Serrano South Course, the site of my lowest college round my freshman year. Day one, I teed up, sprayomatic. I'm hitting it everywhere. But luckily, I was Jordan Speed 2015 with the putter. I, may, I had 11 one putts that day in route to shoot 73. Day two, Teed up again, sprayomatic once again, did not make 40 footers, shoot 80. Day three, um, um, well, I made did no cars for six anything? holes. I was like, this is this is gonna get interesting. <laughs> and then proceeded to just put the most boring golf, put the most boring golfer in and was I think I was one under in the last 12 with no bogey, just one simple birdie. However, though, the back nine was really fun because Coach Lindgren, he normally walks the 18th hole with seniors, but as the only senior on the men's and women's team, I got the whole back nine with him. And I played good. Missed a couple birdie putts, but I was excited. That last hole was fun because I did not hit it out of bounds, so I celebrated. And then I was so amped up that I flew the green with six iron from like 200 yards and made par. Well, I was a par five, so it was a little disappointing, but I, made, I did make par my last hole of college golf. Summary complete. Well, it was wow! What a journey, journey. Oh, I do, Ryan. I got to talk about the dumbest double bogey I've ever made. The one you watched. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> man, yes, guys. Yes. This is, this is, this is. I also watched it. If we're talking about hole three, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I saw this one. <laughs> on the fourth tee. I was on the fourth round, tee. Round two. I go miles <laughs> left off the third tee. I'm kind of by like the fourth tee box. Um, I can't see the pin. So I walk up to the top of the hill, shoot the pin. I, I shoot the pin. I think I, sh I think I shot it at, um, I, I shot the pin was, at 90, at 90 yards. I, I think, I think I shot the pin yeah. at 90 yards. I turn around and shot my bag at 30 yards and I go, perfect. I got oh, a yes. hunt. I turn around and I go, perfect. I got 130 to the hole. Oh, I, I no. trot, I trot. This is a buried in the back pin. And I trot down there, downwind, get the 52 oh. out. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to hit a 120 shot. It's going to be so good. I hit it midair. I'm like, oh, baby, that is just dirty. And I hear no words from anyone. And I'm like, huh, interesting. I get up there and it's 20 yards long down some path. I'm like, what's going on? And as I get to halfway up the hill, I go, oh, my God. 
I did bad math. I'm a physics major <laughs> with a mathematics minor, and I couldn't do simple addition. I did 90 plus 120. No, no, no. 90. Wait, what did I do? No, 90 plus you did 90 30 plus 30 is 130. 130 instead, instead of 120. Of 120. And apparently, oh, according to everyone Lord. else, my ball landed at exactly 130 yards. It, it, I, I saw the whole shot. It looked like your ball landed 10 yards past the green. The like, control was phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god! And the thing, the funny, the worst part is that you didn't make that mistake to like a front or a middle pin. You made that mistake to a pin that was like three paces tucked from the back. <laughs> oh it was the most. It was the worst double bogey I think I've ever oh, made. That was insane. That is. The thing was, Ryan was also sending me a video of everything that happened to you at the time, and he's he's he said, and I quote. Drake walked up and said, I did bad math. <laughs> yep, that's what happened. I just it was so derailing because I did everything I wanted to do and walked yeah. away with double bogey. And at that point, I I'm like, that was oh, goodness. now I gotta find a way to grind it up somehow. And I just Bowden couldn't do was. it. Oh, what a time. That was that's a good story. That is that'll never oh, get old. I also need to mention my phenomenal fairy percentage. The first two rounds. I hit a grand total of three fairways in two rounds. That's also insanely shocking. Yes. Considering the fairways there are not small. No, I was just everywhere. In the first round, hitting two fairways, I shot 73. It was impressive. Oh, man. Well, we should, we should, we should uh, congratulate uh, Chapman University for winning Skyac Championships, our conference. Um, first time in history for them, right? I think so. It has to. I mean, they have. I don't think they've I think done so. Anything, but hey, so. best one for Coach Ming there. Come on. Yeah. Our, Congratulations to Ming Lao. That was a bid to nationals. Yes. You know, I'm just going to pat myself on the back. I knew this was going to happen, but nobody believed me. So it's okay. <laughs> but um, have a day, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. You know, maybe, you know, one of these days people will listen to me. Anyways, um, I'm done patting myself on the back now. Um, yeah, unfortunately, because we only had three teams play this year, we didn't get an AQ, and Chapman definitely were not good enough to make the national championship. Um, based on based on other rankings. Yes. So, you know, say, say what you want about that. Uh, have to congratulate the Redlands women's team for winning the D3 Skyac championship as well. They were the number one team in the nation, although did not win the national championship. But fourth place, I mean, pretty respectable, right? I mean, that's that's respectable. Um, and then who won on the men's side? Oh, Illinois, Illinois Wesleyan, Wesleyan going back to back. Yep, they won repeat. in 2019 also. So good job, Illinois Wesleyan. Got to congratulate the individuals as well. I think Will Hawker from Webster on the men's side. And then on the women's side, this we'll is from George one. Fox. Mackenzie Tool from George Fox winning by a whopping 14 shots. Imagine pulling Tiger, some Tiger 2000 shit on the D3 national championship. The craziest part, she's the the 81st ranked player in the country as well. And she won by 14 shots. Somebody got hot. What did she shoot? What are her scores? 76, 70, 74, 71, three over. Jeff, and the I next, and the and the next thing was seventeen over. Yes, 
Jeffrey, if you got a top plus twenty two as a top ten for the women's national, it, it played it played really tough, Jeff. It was it was like it was forty degrees and, and howling wind. Yeah, and like, long. Like I think that's what that I think the cold weather really affected Redlands, especially the first day. Yeah. Like they had to go play in forty degree weather. Like that doesn't exist in Redlands, California. Yeah, I will. The winning score uh, for the Methodist won. So we shout out to Methodist for winning the women's um, D three nationals. They won at seventy nine over par. I mean, it was a U.S. Open out there. Congrats to all of them for fighting through it. Yeah, I mean, it just emphasizes the point that Division Three women's golf courses need to be shorter. So you, you um, just said Justin Thomas. Hopefully, that gets approved I soon. That, but I remember. I know there's been talks that to move it down to 5,600. But five under the final day, um, it, top ten and D three women's golf course is way too long. It's it's been an issue for the last oh, no, couple no, of years who, now. Who was but in, uh, strokes maybe they'll shorten it one day. That was Justin Rose. Um, you, we can only I hope heard so. It's just too long. It's just not. When I go back, I'll, I might hear it. It's not good to see 79 over win your national okay, championship, especially when it's not the fault of the players. Yeah, that that's but, why we get that's why we get made fun of, and that's why we're here to defend to, to defend ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. But that's it's it's just not. It's not like the players are better than 79 over. I mean, it's just not. It's just too long. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, for example, to show how the players are better, the Redlands women's team, I think they beat Kalu, the Kalu men's team in every single event except one. We tied them. (laughs) 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 And and they shot 90 cent over something in the tournament. 113 over, Drake. Oh, 113 over, excuse me. Yes. And they beat us every single time. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah. So anyway, shout out to the D3s, uh, D3 schools. I know the D2 stuff finished already. I don't, uh, there's too much work to shout them out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Rachel Heck won today, right? The D1. Yes, of Stanford Indy. freshman. Dude, she's fucking good. Oh, she's yeah. Really good. Uh, um, Stanford also, oh, they didn't win, but they were first, right? So they get the first they're, they're, seed, they're, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're the one seed playing Arizona. Yeah. Um, also, so speaking of the action in that, so I watched the whole like last half, dude, poor Wake Forest was in the driver's seat and just absolutely melted as an entire unit. Oh oh my, it was sad to see. I only tuned in for the last, uh, like four or five holes and it was every time Wake Forest was up, it was stuff in the bunker. Holy sh... Chung Cook left. I was like, Wake Forest is having... Okay, so you guys might know this already, but I'm just looking at the Wake Forest scorecards. They're number two. Yep. Yoon Lu, four under through 12 holes. They start on the back nine. Mm-hmm. So four under through Wait 12 holes. She goes from holes four through seven, so her 13th through 17th holes, nine. So quad, bogey, bogey, bogey. So four under through 12 and shoots three over. Yeah, it was it was sad to watch. And then, wow. and then, actually, another one that really hurt is um, this poor freshman from Florida State doubled her last hole to make the to make her team miss the playoff. She three putted. She ended up three putting. She hits it you in the bunker. She hits it. She hits it in the bunker, and then I think it hits the lip oh, getting out. Oh. And then she hits it on the right edge. She hits and it on the means. right edge, and then and then three and then three putts for her team to lose. Oh, for her team to Alice, miss it. Alice um, Hodge. Mm, must, she's the only one that doubled their last hole. No one else doubled it besides well, her. So. Whole, it was whole nine. Yeah, no one else doubled it besides her. Yeah, it was her. Poor girl. God, as a, fre- as a freshman, man, that would hurt. Or as, as any year, that would hurt. But as a freshman, this you, you want to be there to carry your team, and it's just I feel bad for her. 
Dude, what is with that fourth hole there? Like, I have no okay, idea. I'm just looking at the Florida State team. They're number two. Made a 10. Wake Forest girl made a nine. She that. made a 10. And what, what do you think she shot making a 10 on that hole? What do you think no, her round I, was? I, that I, I, I think I have an idea what she shot because I saw it. I watched it. Any, guess, any other guesses that you guys didn't watch? It's like hole 11 in Georgia. Yo, she made a 10 on the hole. So she made a quintuple bogey. What do you think she shot that day, today? 76. Two over. Damn it. Fine, whatever. You guys are fucking good. Oh. 74. She shot 74. Pat yourselves on the back. Um, dude, she made four birdies, a bogey, and a 10. Dude, even I haven't done that. I've done a lot of wild shit on the course. <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy. Her score counted, I think. Yes, she, she was counting score was a 10. Oh my god, she made a 10 and she counted. Crazy. Oh. Oh my god. Wild. Okay, anyways. Um, we probably should well, we should probably end by mentioning what happened with the whole, the regional, the uh, Louisiana regional, the women's one. Was it Louisiana? Yes, it was a Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, right? Where they stopped, they didn't play at all, and they just gave it to the top six seeds. And the whole sort of the worst announcement in history. The biggest, piece of, chi- the be- biggest piece of chicken chip we've ever seen. Yeah. So it's not a three-pub par pod without a little bit of slander towards the NCAA, but... You know. And a huge shout out to Riggsy. Oh yes, huge shout out to Riggs for pulling off. So we should let's just first talk about the situation though. Like as a college golfer, like just to see like that happen is just I don't know. It's just so it was so upsetting to watch. Like all those girls not getting able to play. They they flew out there just sat around for three days and did nothing basically. And then like <laughs> just being told that, Oh, your season's done. Like you're not playing anymore. It's just like, what the fuck? Um, very upsetting. I was very mad. Yeah, I don't know. The lack of effort by the crew, by the NCAA crew that was there was just pitiful. Yeah. I mean, just no effort on the golf course's part to get that course into playable condition. No effort to make the course into something that they could play. Uh, the NCAA saying that it wasn't championship quality. I don't championship material, whatever they said. It, like, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> how, how, who are you to, how are you to judge like what a championship out. course is? A championship <laughs> course is literally anything where people can go play for a play for a trophy or, or a competition. <laughs> I just don't understand. It's just ridiculous. Um, but shout out. And then, so shout out to Riggs for making the LTP, let them play classic happen and letting them get their, get their proper send off. I mean, to be honest, that should have been the regional. They should just have done it the next one. Like if Riggs could pull that, I mean, I Riggs could set that up. I don't know how the NCLA couldn't have done anything more there, but uh, God, frustrating. Um, I don't want to end this podcast on a sour note, so let's let's do some shout outs. Any good shout outs of the week? Um, um 
Oh, I forgot to look at the last place finisher. Oh, I do know the last place finisher at the PGA Championship, actually. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. John Daly. <laughs> I mean, legend. Legend. You're a legend, dude. If you're listening to this, somehow, love you. We'd love to have you on the pod. Um, our DMs are always open. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to go shout out Ben Cook, uh, low, low club pro. Dude, I was hearing a lot of people were saying that, like, a lot of the tour pros were like, he can play on tour with us. Like, he's yeah. like, they don't know what he's doing teaching. Pretty sick compliment to have. Um, yeah, Ben Russia. Cook, right? That was his name? Ben, uh, Cook. ben Cook. Yeah. Ben Cook. Good for him. All right, Jeff. Uh, um, Cameron Tringali. Mm. He, uh, two under through what? Through 18. He actually shot two under the first day. He was three under through the tournament through uh, his first four holes on the, uh, you know, yeah, first four holes on the uh, second day for the tournament. And then it proceeds to play the next uh, five holes at 13 over to miss the cut. I mean, shockingly, he shoots 48 on that side, right, where he did that. And then 34 on the next side. Yeah, 34 on the next side. And with a 48 on one of the nine, didn't finish finish nowhere near last place. Like, not even close. Well, yeah, because when you have John Daly shoot 85, 86. I mean, to be honest, he was actually looking – sorry, I just did a little more – paid a little more attention to the leaderboard. He was only two shots away from making the cut. Shooting a 48. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. That would have been crazy. Anyways, any other shout-outs? Two over, 10 over, missing the cut by two. Oh, my God. Uh, obvious oh, shout-out. I, I hate to pick the obvious one, but I was just rooting for him so hard. The people's champion, Phil. Shout-out to oh, Wilson. Yeah. Have a day. Have a year. Have a fucking career. Yeah. Um, oh, we, I, we forgot to mention him, but shout-out Harry Higgs. First major yes. ever. Tied fourth. <laughs> what a performance. Um, Harry Higgs. Um, can, can we let Derek give a shout out? He has said zero words. Yeah, this the podcast. Like I counted. It was zero. Here's my shout out. Shout out, Derek. He said one. He said one sentence. He said one sentence. Shout one out, Derek. Because when I talked to him earlier, he said he's going to fall asleep during the podcast. So shout out for staying awake. I don't have anything golf related to shout out. Except you can shout out maybe, Jade. You can shout out whoever you want. I was just going. Um, shout out Star Wars. That I've been shout using. Out I forget the name of it. Shout out Matilda. What's Whatever the thing Coach gave? I've been using it. It's like oh, the, the Rap Soto. Yeah, shout the out to that. Soto. That thing's been nice. No pay. No. Uh, no free ads though. Um, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Rap Soto, please sponsors. Um, <laughs> well, shout actually, out Derek. Job. That's a big dub. Uh, shout out J. Cole. We have oh, a, he did have that a new podcast album. album. Yeah, shout out J. Cole. Shout out J. Cole for being in the classic. NBA African League. Have you watched the highlights, Ryan? Uh, no. They're I bad. It's bad. I know. It's tough well, the to stat watch. line was bad. I, I sent them to Jimmy, but I'm like, what is happening? Like, on, I just seen you shoot three times for a three-pointer, and you missed all of them. Like, not even close. Well, it's Jay Cole, man. He's good. He's just sucking out there. I know, I don't but know he's, he's doing. This well, is that just shows how, just how, how good NBA players are. I mean, not even just shows how good professional basketball players are. I mean, he's playing the NBA Africa League and looking like that. I mean, 
Um, yeah, don't worry, he'll anyways. get hot. I trust him. He's going to work. I don't think he's... He is, is he he play, is almost I thought he was 36. only playing that one game. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Um, all right, well, I think that's about... Any any last remarks, anybody? Or can, should we... It's a long podcast today, but... Um, we were excited. Yeah, we were excited. PJ Championship, always great to talk about it. was a long it. time coming. Um, yeah. Well, we also Back from our the whole thing with no Jimmy slander, so that's going to have to be all in the captions of the... Of oh, the- yes. Um, forgot about Jimmy. Forgot he existed, honestly, throughout this last hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> well, well, we must just say, Jimmy did not watch... He did not watch the Sunday PGA Championship. He we did are this very- last year. What did he do? He when, did something I, like this last year. Yeah, for what tournament? Driving- what it tournament? Was the for the PGA. The PGA. Yes, it was the PGA too. Yes. <laughs> this time he went to Melrose oh. Avenue. How cute. Oh, my God. Uh Unacceptable. Just slander. Unbelievable. Anyway, on that note. The how's that going to pan out type of thing. I don't know. Just remember how his track record of the Masters and Santa Barbara. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my God! JP, look at him. Keep that in. Keep that in. Derek doesn't edit. Derek doesn't cut anything out, anyways. <laughs> on, on that note, uh, thanks for watching, everybody, and uh, we'll see you. Hopefully, not in three months. Thank you, so. Hey, I'm a city golfer. <laughs> Most of us are, but we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else you gonna do when you're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round?